0: Hello everybody, my name is Sophie Applin and I am the Assistant Director for Pine Reads Review. And I am joined here today on an episode to talk about our latest contest, Tales of Toil and Trouble, with the winner of that contest, Cleo Florence. Cleo,
1: would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Cleo Florence. Um, I wrote this poem, Letters from a Twisted Prince, for the contest.
0: Perfect. And then we all really loved the poem here at Pine Reads Review. And it was really interesting the way you kind of laid out the poem. So to kind of give our listeners an idea of what it was like, would you mind reading an excerpt of the poem beginning with To My Wicked Snow White and ending with That So Blessedly Fell Upon
1: You? Okay, so letters from a twisted prince. To my wicked snow white, candy apple red, glazed over the blood spilt over you. You ate it, you should have known. Its poison fills you like cider, warming you inch by inch, just until you become new and tarnished and forget yourself, hidden in your own regret. I told you not to bite that apple, but your own vanity betrayed you, and now you're paying the price. Her pensive glass broke you the moment you decided to infect your soul with their sweet venom. Inside that unimaginable fruit that touched your strawberry lips so gently, the poison creeps into your veins like cider warming you more and more just until you forget yourself, self-destruct, and now you're paying the price of her unstoppable yet beautiful curse that so blessedly fell upon you. Awesome. Thank you so much. And Mm -hmm. for all of our listeners
0: tuning in, that is just the beginning of a vignette of a longer poem that you should definitely check out on our website, pinereadsreview.com, and you can access that through the submissions tab on the website. So to dive into this a little bit more, can you tell Mm -hmm. me inspiration for this poem?
1: Well, I was just right before I read, or I right before I wrote this poem, I was researching um different fairy tales and different um yeah I guess like the Grimm's brother stories and stuff like that and so I was really interested in how like the point of view was and I like to I wanted to um kind of switch the point of view so then you get like a different side of the story that you might not have you know seen in like these movies that we know or like these old stories that we've always been told and so yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And how about the format that you chose? Vignettes in poetry is kind of unique. We usually typically only see that in short fiction. Can you tell me a little bit about the inspiration for that?
1: Well, I don't know. I thought it would be really cool to get like different different princesses and and like what their stories are. And so I put it into like the writing the letters form so that I could get multiple different people's like stories and stuff and then kind of combined it all into one poem so yeah absolutely that's really creative and unique I like that a lot and especially in
0: poetry I think sometimes it can be hard to push the boundaries of that creative type of work, but you did it really well here. And yep. I'm curious kind of about your process in terms of writing poetry. In your bio, you have that you started writing poetry at 16. Did you always mm-hmm. approach writing poetry from this way, or has it been an evolutionary process? Or can you talk to me a little bit about that?
1: Well, I usually just write whatever comes straight to my mind, and I don't like to. Um, like critique that much of myself, you know, right away. Mm-hmm. And then I'll like save it for a little bit and then I'll go over it again. And then that's when I start, you know, editing and taking things out or adding stuff in and then like kind of growing it that way. Yeah. What themes do you typically find yourself reaching for in terms of poetry? Um, I, I like depth and I kind of like the darkness and the deepness and like not so superficial and just like, to maybe challenge certain ideas that people may have or may may have been like brought up to and you know, kind of just challenge what they think and maybe change their perspective a little bit.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So in terms of poetry, we, we have a lot of people who definitely have different opinions about what makes good poetry, what makes bad poetry. So in, in your viewpoint, what do you think makes a good poem?
1: Kind of like what I said, like depthness. Depthness. I don't know if that's a word. Um, but depth and uh, just trying to create something like non ordinary and make it your own and unique and and yeah, just try and create something that you are genuinely curious about and maybe that, like a question that you have and then and then form it like that. Okay.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And in terms of your inspiration, you know, you talked a little bit about for this poem in general. Um, but as we do live in kind of an interesting desert climate here in, in Tucson, Arizona, mm-hmm. I'm sure you could probably take a lot of really unique inspirations from just the natural landscape. Do you find that you're inspired by the environment? Do you typically take your inspiration from songs or music feelings? Where, where do you kind of get that?
1: Yeah, um, so I'm from North Dakota, and there's a lot of, you know, trees and grass and stuff, so it's very different than the desert. And so I like, I draw my inspiration from um, the forest a lot, and that sort of environment, I get a lot of inspiration from, and kind of like the whimsical aspects that it seems to draw, you know, and then also like song lyrics, and especially uh, like soft pop, I really like, Mm. and so... I kind of, yeah, I, I like to draw inspiration from a lot of things, nature included. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Do
0: you have any favorite poets who typically write about nature in their work?
1: Nature? Yeah. Uh, Emily Dickinson. I love her poems about nature. Um, I also really love Sylvia Plath, but I wouldn't, you know, say her, her poems are very, you know, about nature and stuff, but yeah. Emily Dickinson for sure.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Do you
1: take poetry classes at the University of Arizona? No, this is my first year, first semester at the university. Um, So I'm just taking, you know, general education and stuff, but I'm hoping to take poetry very soon, maybe next semester. Yeah, absolutely.
0: I'm curious to see what your experience might be with that, because we've had a couple people on the podcast who have very interesting perspectives on formal education when it comes to creative writing. Have you had any formal education in the creative writing space before?
1: No, not formally. I just I've taken, you know, English classes and and that sort of thing in high school. But um, no, not like formally, no do you think it would be helpful or do you think you would find
0: that it would restrict the creative process a little bit?
1: Yeah, in a way, I think it would be restrictive. I I personally like to do free um, verse poetry, which is what this poem is, because it doesn't have any restrictions. And so I feel like, yeah, like if you were to take a writing class in that formal way, that there would be restrictions to um, like certain formatting or what like, like kind of checkboxing, you know, like certain things you have to do and and into each writing and so in that way yes but I also think it would be you know very good to get different styles in and like learn from different writers and and put it into your own work in your own way.
0: Yeah absolutely
1: so in terms of kind of
0: keeping with this theme of inspiration and everything like that what really got you into
1: writing and what got you passionate about writing when you were a teenager? Well at first started writing this draft for a novel that I had an idea of and it was kind of random and so I started with that I was 15 and I just got a laptop for Christmas and so I started writing that and then I slowly got into different short stories and and then eventually poems and yeah. What do you love most about writing? I love that you can just like create your own world and you don't have to sort of think about the people around you you can just make it your own and you don't have to worry about people you know judging like what you say like I was always worried in class you know speaking in front of the class like people would be judging me but just writing kind of frees frees me in a way that you know speaking or any sort of other art form I don't think could do for me
0: yeah no absolutely that's a really interesting thing to say and you know it's funny we when we interview, um, or I guess when I interview a lot of different writers on this podcast, they all typically say the same <laughs> the same thing about how writing mm-hmm. is kind of that free space to to work and express themselves, which is really a beautiful thing. But a lot of writers have very specific, I guess, requirements for writing. And I'm curious to see what yours are. So in terms of creating your own original work, do you need anything in to help that creative process go along like for example some of our writers who have come on here have said that they need complete silence others have said they can only listen to classical music with a cup mm-hmm. of tea some people like to write at night in the morning what's your ideal type
1: of writing space you know that's kind of funny because I I prefer silence I guess but I can also write you know with songs playing in the background and also nature sounds I think is really cool or like sitting out just like in the backyard and and listening to nature and write um, is a good thing Um, and also just to draw inspiration from and ideas from there. I guess that's it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Some people don't have too many stipulations about their writing space but I'm always curious to ask that question because it's interesting to see how everybody responds. So in terms of kind of taking your writing to the next level, what do you hope to accomplish as a writer or a poet in the near future?
1: Yeah, um, so I'm currently trying to submit different poems and uh, short stories to publishers and online, you know poetry magazines and and stuff like that. And I'm gonna try and grow from there. And then hopefully in the future, i I hope to get like a book deal, either like a book of poems that I've written or, or a novel or something like that would be really cool.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So you're kind of familiar with writing now, I would, I would think that's safe to say. So do Mm -hmm. you have any advice for newer writers who maybe want to get into the poetry space, but are a little bit hesitant to?
1: Yeah, um, I would say just write whatever comes to mind and don't think so much about what you're writing, if it's good or bad, and just write you know what you want to write, and not let anyone have an effect on your writing skills or anything like that, and um, and just find inspiration in the littlest things, and just let your um, imagination grow and write what you're passionate about.
0: Yeah, awesome. Well, thank you so much for that. I know it's really mm-hmm. it's really helpful sometimes for up and coming writers to hear from maybe more established poets and authors that they can see someone kind of walk the step in the path that they too hope to take. So we definitely appreciate you sharing that with us. But I guess that's kind of all we have for today. Just wanted to do a very brief um, but resounding interview with you about your piece, Letters from a Twisted Prince. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today to chat with me. I really enjoy hearing your perspective about it. It was really great. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you.